June 1st, 2023. Today I am grateful for my courage, my resilience, my creativity. I am powerful. I am worthy of good things. I am my mother's and grandmother's hopes and dreams. Hi, I'm your host, Jasmine, and I'm so grateful to be here. Today we are talking about self-sabotage, when it comes up, why we do it, and how to get through those moments. Make sure to listen until the end for today's journal prompt. Let's get into it. Self-sabotage. It can show up in many forms, like standing still, moving backwards, and even sabotaging something yet to come. For me, I definitely self-sabotage when I feel like something is too good to be true, or even too good in general. Whenever I'm blessed with something greater than I could have ever imagined, like an offer letter from my dream company or an acceptance letter from my first choice college, my heart immediately activates doubt and insecurity. I love to wear the safety blanket that if I don't get my hopes up, they can't be let down. So for me, self-sabotage looks like procrastination. It looks like standing still. It looks like avoidance. Because I'll tell you right now, if I didn't really try, then I didn't really fail. I, like a lot of people, like to hide behind perfection instead of progress. So instead of trying, I actually hide myself behind being perfect so I can just keep saying, oh, I want it to be perfect, I want it to be perfect, instead of actually putting in the work to perfect my craft or my hobby or my idea. I hide behind perfection because it's a safe space to not try. So I'll use myself as an example. What does self-sabotage look like to me? First and foremost, it looks like procrastination. Sometimes self-sabotage looks like not finishing what I start. And most of the time, self-sabotage looks like me not showing up as my authentic self. Have you ever shown up in a room full of strangers with the mask on? Have you ever stuffed the real authentic you deep down inside and then displayed a more palatable version of that true self? I know you have, because I have too. That is all a form of self-sabotage. Now that I've identified what my self-sabotage looks like, when is this self-sabotage showing up? Is the self-sabotage showing up before, during, or after the anxiety? In one of my favorite books, The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest, she goes over self-sabotage and she explains that it is simply a trigger for a bigger issue. So let's look at a personal example. I started a new job and felt incompetent. I felt unqualified. I felt inferior. So let me ask you, was the self-sabotage prior to, in the middle of, or after these feelings? It was after. My thought process wasn't self-sabotage and then feel insecure. I simply felt insecure and began to self-sabotage this new position. So when you're feeling like you want to self-sabotage or you feel like letting yourself down or kind of getting in your own way, maybe stop and think about what is the bigger picture here? What am I really feeling? Did I check in with myself? Am I journaling? Did I talk to my closest friends and family? Self-sabotage looks different for everyone, so identifying it is half the battle. 
If you have the chance, make sure to crack open The Mountain Is You by Brianna Wiest. It is truly a phenomenal, life-changing book. I'd like you to take a second and think about, what does self-sabotage look like to me? What does self-sabotage even mean? And not only to identify the behaviors, but to notice when they're showing up. When was the last time you self-sabotaged? When was the first time you self-sabotaged? What was the greatest time you self-sabotaged? All of these questions are super important in your healing. So we've established that awareness is half the battle, but how do we improve? How do we work on these things? Other than identifying the root cause, how can I stop myself from self-sabotaging? So let's use me as an example again. In the example about the new job, I can identify that I wasn't inferior, I wasn't unqualified for the position that I had received, they hired me for a reason. I only felt unqualified because I had some learning to do in my new position. But if I look back even further, I can recognize that I've been made to feel inferior in a lot of new spaces. I've been made in plenty of spaces in my life to feel unwelcome or unqualified to be in a room with certain people and it couldn't be more far from the truth. So the problem wasn't the new job and the problem wasn't me just inherently being negative. I was just projecting past experiences onto this new position. I found this out through journaling and working it through with my therapist at the time. Self-sabotage is a subconscious decision. It's not something that you purposefully do. The way I combat um, reprogramming my subconscious is with affirmations. If you hear something enough times, your brain will understand it to be true. Therefore, if I tell myself I'm not good enough for something or I'm unqualified to be in certain spaces, then that's what I will know to be true. Whereas if I fill my brain with positive thoughts and um, fill my subconscious with true statements like I am worthy of good things, I am powerful, I am courageous, I am bold, I am fearless, that's what I will understand to be true. And that is the exact reason why I start every day and every episode off with gratitude and affirmations because that's how, just how important they are. So for today's journal prompt, it's how do I self-sabotage? When do I self-sabotage? And how can I combat these feelings when they do arise? Thank you so, so much if you've listened all the way through. This was my first podcast episode and I'm so grateful to have you all here. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Love ya.